Welcome to Resilient Wings Podcast, the podcast where we take a look at our resiliency, where we rewrite our stories, where we release our past to become who we were truly meant to be. I'm Carolyn Marcos, a transformational life coach and mentor on a mission to help you discover who you really are, how resilient you truly are and have always been. Along this journey, I will share parts of my story of resiliency. We'll hear from other people who have resilient stories to share. And together, we will create a community where we can all be the resilient women we were always meant to be. I look forward to seeing you here every week. Until then, be resilient. Here we go. Welcome back. So last week, we were talking about going through our story and pulling out the places where we saw our resiliency begin to show up in our lives. If you have not done that, then I would just love if you would go back and listen to our previous episode and give yourself the time and the space that you need. Because what we're doing here is we're building on places where we thought didn't really exist in our lives. We're building them out to this place of resiliency. We're building them out to a new way of viewing things. We're building them to be our place that we can go and touch, remember, experience, when maybe we have to question a lot of things in our lives. So let's pick up from where we were and let's move forward. Before we do that, I just want to share something, a practice that I have is um, meditation, um, guided meditation generally. And I love guided meditations because I'm such a visual person that um, being taken on a journey during my meditation gives me a chance to look at things. And one of the people that I really love to do these meditation with, and I hope I say his name right, is a um, gentleman by the name of Kenneth Source. And I found him on Insight Timer, and I've been listening to his meditations, his I am affirmations first thing in the morning, 
um, doing his uh, sleep meditations in the evening, I find his voice to be comforting. And um, it's able to take me to the places where I can start to visualize things. And so I've been doing this one meditation for the past couple of weeks, and I shared this on, on the uh, Resilient Wings Mentoring uh, Facebook page. But I, it's so important to me that I want to share it here as well. And so in this meditation, he takes me on this journey of courage and letting go. But one of the things that he uses in this meditation is the visualization of a tree. And I don't want to spoil the meditation for you because I will post the, the link um, for that meditation for you so that you can listen to it yourself. But I want you to just think about a tree. Think about that tree in the summertime. It's in full bloom. It's rather showy actually in the summertime because it has all of its leaves. It's beautiful. It's green. It provides shade, a place for children to climb and giggle and enjoy. It provides a safe haven for small birds. It provides oxygen for all of us. That tree does a lot. And in the summertime, it's vivacious. It's beautiful. It's saying, look at me. And then fall comes around but it's not ready to stop showing its beauty. In fact, it transforms its beauty into colors. Colors of auburn and brown and orange and yellow. And those leaves float down off of those branches. Really, it's kind of a thing of beauty. It still provides a fun place for children to uh, dive into the many leaves that have fallen. It gives us the chore of having to clean up after the tree. And in winter, that tree is in hibernation. Not showing much of anything at all. But come springtime, it's bursting with life again, and the cycle renews. That tree had to let go. That tree lets go year after year, season after season, in order to make space for the new leaves that are going to come the next year. It never worries about how it looks in a barren season. 
It never worries that it's not going to have leaves in the springtime. It never worries about the shade it will provide. Is it going to be good enough? It never worries. It's just there, letting go, season after season. It's kind of resilient if you think about it. But how can we turn this into something that is for our own lives? Last week, I asked you to find that place that you could touch in your own story. That place where you found your own resiliency. And now I want to ask you, what would happen if that tree made the decision not to let go of those leaves? If after summer ended and fall began, if those tree leaves still changed colors but did not fall off the tree, they just stayed up there through the winter time, and those leaves stayed in the springtime, and they stayed in the summertime. Those tree leaves would not be healthy. They would not be providing shade or a safe haven. Those branches would become brittle. There could be no new growth. I know you know where I'm going with this. So, because that tree didn't let go, the new branches did not come. It no longer provides oxygen. It no longer provides a safe haven. It provides nothing at that point. Because it could not let go. What are you not letting go of in your life? Where are you in resistance? If the tree resisted letting go of its fall leaves, it could not make space for the growth. If the tree worried about how it looked in the winter time. What are you worried about? What judgment are you placing on yourself because you can't let go of something? What judgment is being placed on you by others because we think that somebody judges us or what they do not see in us? What opportunities are we missing out on for new growth when we don't let go? That tree, if it didn't let go, missed out on brand new beautiful leaves just bursting to be seen, just bursting 
to be blown in the wind. When we hide in our own lives, and generally when we're hiding, it's because of a judgment we placed on ourselves, on a judgment that somebody else placed on us, on a belief that we made around something, on a story that continues to repeat itself. Now I'd like you to imagine that that one thing, we all know there's more, but if we could choose one thing, one piece, and we decide to let it go, what would we be making room for? The best way that I have to illustrate this is to take something out of my own life to share with you that gives you an idea of when we hold on to something, we don't make room for our own growth. So many years ago, A lot of years ago, I had this belief about myself. And this belief about myself was very deeply rooted in my story. And this belief about myself would make its way into my view every time I passed a mirror. And so I stopped seeing the person that I was in the mirror. I allowed that story to continue to perpetuate itself. I hid it. I hid it so well. Until one day I was faced with myself in the mirror. in an unusual space, in a space I never imagined myself being in. And more of that part of the story will come out as we go forward. But for now, let's just focus on this. That girl that was in the mirror had been told she was ugly had been told she was worthless, had been told that she would never be anything in this world. And that girl in the mirror believed it. She never saw 
how cute she was. She never saw her small, petite body. She didn't recognize that she was worthy. She just saw all of the ugliness that had been placed on her by the words that came out of other people's mouths. Words are powerful. They can be hurtful. And we can hold on to them and find ways to hide from them. So I hid. When I went into the bathroom to brush my teeth in the morning, I didn't see the person in the mirror. And if I did, I looked away very quickly. I became very good at putting on my mascara without having to look in the mirror. I could put on my makeup and not see me, just see the makeup and the place where it would be applied. I didn't go into the dressing room to try on clothes unless I absolutely 100% needed to. And then I would not look. I would fit myself into clothes that I knew didn't fit me just so that I could get out of that dressing room as quickly as possible. I hid because those words showed up as if they were written all over my body. So instead of seeing me, I saw worthless, ugly, and a whole host of other words that I don't even need to speak. And then one day I was faced with meeting myself. Meeting all of me, every single part of me. And I stepped into that challenge because I wanted to let that go. What would it be like if I let this go? Who gets the opportunity to show up if I let it go? Sometimes we stand so bravely in our space so that we can change something because we recognize where it holds us back. That girl in the mirror that could not be seen, she also could not be heard. She could not speak up for herself. So sometimes those places where we don't let go 
pulled us back in a whole host of other places that we were not even expecting. So I let her go. And something unusual happened. I started meeting myself in the mirror purposely on a daily basis. And of course, some days were hard and other days were easy. And on those hard days, I stood there and I focused on what do I like? What do I like? Oh, that's an easy one. Surprisingly, I love my eyes. Great. So I would focus on those. I would focus on my eyes. And I would tell my eyes, you're beautiful. And then I started to venture out away from my eyes to my hair, to the age that appears on my skin. And I started to like that too. Sure, I noticed things that I'd like to change. We all do. But I also noticed how resilient my body was. How the words started to disappear. How they were replaced with, you are worthy. You're beautiful. You're capable. You're talented. You're a goddess. You're sensuous. You're empowered. You're strong. You're a warrior. You're a survivor. You're resilient. Because I started to let go of the words that were never mine. They were never mine to hold on to. Just like they were never yours to hold on to. They belonged to somebody else. It's something that we'll explore more about as we go on and build through our own resilient stories. But for today, for this moment, I want you to go back and remember that tree. And what would happen to that tree if it decided to never let go of another leaf? And then take that into your own life and recognize where could I grow 
if I let something go? Where am I not going to grow if I continue to hold on to this? In my own story, I'm grateful for the woman in the mirror. I'm grateful for the scars. I'm grateful for the marks of age. I'm grateful for my hands and my mouth and my ears and my eyes and my nose. And I'm grateful for everything that functions underneath it all. As I hope that you will start to recognize for yourself Letting go is not giving up. Letting go is moving forward. What would happen if you let go? I'll leave you to think about that until next week. Just remember that you are truly resilient and you are worthy of letting go of everything that keeps you from being the amazing person you were meant to be. We'll talk soon. Well, that was another great episode. I'm so glad that you are here with me today. But I'm curious. What did you learn about yourself today? Where did you understand your resiliency? What did you let go of? I love to hear from you. Carolyn at ResilientWingsMentoring.com. Let me know. If you're looking for more information on the programs that I offer, then please check out my website, ResilientWingsMentoring.com. Until our next conversation, keep spreading your wings. You are more resilient than you ever imagined.